I want to get into this, Brian Williams, from an angle you have not heard yet. Uh, if you've been listening to this all day long, you've been listening to the last couple of days, you haven't heard it. I'm going to set it up with something you have heard. This is Williams on uh, a show, a radio show with Alec Baldwin in 2013, where Brian Williams claims something that never happened. Listen. And I've done some ridiculously stupid things under that banner, like being in a helicopter I had no business being in in Iraq with rounds coming into the airframe. But I... Did you I think also, you would die? Uh, b- briefly, sure. There have been probably more a handful than, of those. Yeah. Did you think you would die? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I would. Yeah, no, because you weren't in the helicopter that was taking the rounds. You were in a helicopter that was an hour behind that one. L- I'm going to put this in perspective here because Brian Williams became anchor for NBC Nightly News back in 2004. He was going up at the time against Peter Jennings over at ABC. And in 2005, Peter Jennings came out. He had been the longtime anchor of ABC World News Tonight, and he announced he had lung cancer. And by August of that year, Jennings had died from the disease. So ABC, this is Williams' competitor now, ABC began a search for Jennings' replacement. And they settled on two co-anchors to fill Jennings' shoes, Elizabeth Vargas and Bob Woodruff. It was supposed to be the start of a new era in television journalism, and it was short-lived because it began on January 2006. And on January 29, 2006, less than a month into Woodruff's new role, leading ABC's World News Tonight, the competitor of Brian Williams, Woodruff was reporting from Iraq. He was embedded with the 4th Entry Division when the vehicle he was riding in was hit by an IED. When the bomb went off, Woodruff was filming what we call a stand-up. It's it's part of the story where you see the reporter on camera rather than just doing voiceovers with other video running underneath it. Woodruff was actively reporting the news. He was doing his job, but because he was standing up, he was exposed. I want to play you a clip here. This is from Iraq and Back, a story that ABC News did on a year later where they interviewed some of the other soldiers in that vehicle. And then you hear from Woodruff's wife at the end of this. Listen to this. is riveting. And I remember looking to the right and seeing Bob's body lean over. crumbled into the tank. And I was lying on my back on top of the tank. I could hear gunfire. dirt, smoke, explosions, and soldiers or people screaming. And I remember noticing a hole the side of his neck. I couldn't move. Bob was having this, some sort of convulsion. I was thinking the only thing that I knew how to do at that moment was to just put my hand over his neck. Turn his eyes. I remember thinking to myself, he would pass just out again. Die. Just don't die. You can't be dead. You cannot be dead. This can't He's screaming, be screaming, come back. You, you're right. Bob turned come around back. and he looked right at me. He said to me, am I alive? And I said, you're alive. I said, you're alive. You're going to be okay. Am I alive? And I just kept telling him to hang in there. It's going to be fine. We're going to get out of here. We're going to get out of here. The phone rang, and the voice said, this is David Weston, who's the president of ABC News. And my heart sort of stopped. You know, I knew that this wasn't good. Brian Williams said he thought he was going to die. He never did. Bob Woodruff did. He had to ask if he was actually still alive. Woodruff and his photographer, Doug Vogt, were both flown to Landstuhl Regional Medical Center in Germany. 
Woodruff was kept in a medically induced coma for 36 days. He had had shrapnel from that IED pierce his brain. A piece of his skull was removed and sewn into his hip for safekeeping. This was done because there's so much swelling in his brain that it needed the extra room to prevent further damage. This is the competitor of Brian Williams. By March of that year, Woodruff began the process of learning how to walk again, learning how to talk again. He struggled with forgetting words and even sentence structure. Imagine how difficult that is for a man who made his living by talking. In February 2007, Woodruff made his return to air, not as a host, but as the guest. There's no way to hide the deep scars on his face. He still had difficulty with some words and phrases. He was able to resume some reporting duties. But by that time, ABC News had moved on. Charlie Gibson was the new anchor of World News Tonight. Over at NBC, Brian Williams was still the anchor of NBC Nightly News because Brian Williams was not hit by a rocket-propelled grenade. Woodruff was hit by an IED. I'm going to play you a clip here from Woodruff. I believe this is from 2008. He's talking about the Gabby Giffords injury. This is a long, long road to recovery, but it, you end up being better every year than you were before, even though there's some comments from certain insurance, especially that this uh, improvement you know, ends after a couple of years. It doesn't end. Whether the his insurance company thinks it does or not, this is a lifelong struggle for a man who is at the pinnacle of his career. Do you realize how few people, how few people have sat behind the desk of ABC, NBC, or CBS Nightly News, the, the big main newscast? We're, we're talking Walter Cronkite, Tom Brokaw, Peter Jennings, Dan Rather. The, the list is very small. There are very few careers where you have such few numbers reach the pinnacle. Get the, there are more MVPs of Super Bowls than there are people who have sat beside, behind that desk. And Woodruff lost it. He lost it all. And he will never get back to that position because he took an IED, shrapnel from that, to his brain. Williams, his competitor, during the same time, started to lie about his experiences in the same war. That's why this is wrong. Yes, lying's wrong. But when you're stealing valor from soldiers, it's wrong. And when you're stealing the valor of your competitor, it's wrong. And Williams needs to step down. And I wish the best continued recovery to Bob Woodruff.